Hello and welcome back to the American Sushi Podcast with me, one of your two favorite hosts named Evan, also known as Blue, and I'm here with my co-host who's one of your other two favorite hosts named Spooky, also known as Brandon. Yeah, he's the favorite. There's one one of two favorites, that's just a fact. Uh. And today with us, we have a very special guest fresh off one of Inaba's best concerts. We have Hiding in Public. Yeah, hello. Thanks for being here with us today. Thanks for inviting me on. It was a uh, pretty good timing, actually. Like 6 p.m. CT is a uh, pretty good is a pretty good time for me. Oh, well, are are you Central Gang, by the way? Yeah, I'm Central. Oh, okay. Perfect. He's part of the Cool Kid Club. I've moved and lived in four different states in the last three years, oh my and goodness. all of them have still managed to be central, despite the fact oh. that they're so far apart. Oh, flawless execution. Oh. Yeah. Oh, was that a Ooh. cold one I just heard? It's a, it's a cold one, but non-alcoholic. It's only 6 p.m. <laughs> well, that doesn't <laughs> oh, stop some people. That's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. I got a lot of work to do still. Oh, then, uh... I better guess we just better fire right into it then. Can't, <laughs> don't want to keep this man from getting his stuff done. So I guess first well, this is some first. of the stuff. Oh, are are you saying that? Sorry. Work? No, it's just something. It's an obligation <laughs> that I have a specific time to. You know. Oh, perfect. Oh, that's that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to us on here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, I guess the the first thing is uh, why don't you tell the people a little bit about who you are and what you do. Well, I'm uh, hiding in public, or just go by hiding, and I, for since 2017, basically, I've been making anime-related content uh, on YouTube, generally pretty heavily scripted, thought-out, you know, stuff, and then I also stream on Twitch um, pretty much daily, although recently I've been a little bit iffy, um, and I like playing a lot of uh, Atlas games. I've played Persona 5 all the way through twice, and Persona 4, I'm finishing my second playthrough right now, Persona 3, and then I'll start SMT4 after I finish Persona 4 now, so, yeah, kind of on a little bit too much of an Atlas kick. <laughs> you just made Evan's Holy whole cow. day. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, I, my day's already been made, because I watched your Yosuke video, and oh, that yeah? was great, yeah, I love, I love Persona 4 Golden a lot, it's, I think, my favorite Persona game that I've played. Mm-hmm. And um, just, like, the themes that you covered with Yosuke really resonated with me regarding finding your place in the world and, like, understanding where you've come from. Yeah. So in the in the past, like, month, I've just moved to a big city. And so I'm, I'm starting to feel that, like, connection to, to my hometown a little bit more. Yeah. No, I was, I was feeling that way when I made the video, too, because I'd moved away for college. And I mm-hmm. moved, like, a good, like, eight hours from home into nashville and i came from like a small town so it was very significant yeah i I imagine i just visited nashville this year actually he did Mm -hmm. yeah i I really liked the the city it was really cool yeah there's good parts of it it's it's like not too big yeah like some cities it's like just Uh big enough to be a like significant city but not enough to intimidate too much yeah exactly and it's got so much to do there too like and it's not so spread out i feel like at least for mm-hmm. my visit. So one of my questions that we'll go to, I think we'll kind of go a little more chronologically in order here. So like, how did you get started? What, what made you decide to do YouTube and what made you decide to 
play games on Twitch too. Oh man, ah, that's that's kind of hard. Um, <laughs> depends how depressing of an answer you want. <laughs> um, <laughs> I started YouTube because my whole life I had never had any friends who shared interests with me, and so I always kept it very close to my chest. I didn't really mm-hmm. tell friends about it. Uh, my two best friends through high school and middle school that I'm, you know, I still respect. Like, we're on good terms. Like I don't hold anything against them. I remember any time I try to bring up anime or anything, they would just like really come down hard on me, make fun of me and stuff, and be like, "Nah, what are you? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna look at anime. I refuse. I refuse to even give it a chance." Yep. Like, but so it's like that didn't happen. And then I got to college, and I was like trying to, you know, reinvent myself uh, and stuff. And mm-hmm. so like I joined a fraternity, and all my friends were like in the fraternity. And so, like, obviously, they're not really, like, big anime nerds. Uh, <laughs> so I, I didn't feel like I had anybody to really share who I really was with. And so kind of as a cry for help, I was also incredibly, like, depressed and kind of directionless because I didn't – I liked what I was studying in school, but I didn't like the jobs that were going to come from it. And yeah. so I felt mm-hmm. very, like, stuck. And so I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll start making some YouTube videos. And so I made very personal – YouTube videos about anime uh, that meant a lot to me personally. So it's kind of cathartic, you know, where I didn't have friends to let me have that out. I was able to put it online. Mm-hmm. And it worked out. Thing is, I've always been a bigger fan of video games than anime, truth be told. Yeah. Like, anime and video games, they're like my bread and butter, but uh, I've honestly, I've, I have way more video game consoles and, like, played video games for much longer in my life, and I'm like way i feel like i'm really good at video games uh so i really want to do video games and at one point i tried to incorporate it into my channel and it almost killed my channel in 2019 i think uh but i managed to rebound i was at like 30k so i mean clearly rebound from that but Mm -hmm. i ended up putting that out on twitch i made a persona related video that didn't completely flop the day that persona 5 royal came out and it launched me on twitch i was able to get partner and um yeah, so that's how and why for YouTube and Twitch, I guess. Okay, that's great. Yeah, that's, that was really that's a pretty that amazing a, story, actually. Absolutely. I yeah. feel like most people are just like, man, I really liked YouTube, so I started, and like that—that's uh-huh. the gist of it usually. But um, when your friends didn't really share like a, a lot of your interests, did that include video games as well, or was that mostly just for the anime stuff? Yeah, those video games as well. Like I had friends who played some video games, mm-hmm. but it was like Call of Duty or Star Wars games. Stuff like that, which wasn't really what I played. You know, I, I grew up and I played a lot of Nintendo, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 2. A lot of them were, like, uh, pretty heavy uh, Xbox-only guys and only had played, like, Halo and Call of Duty stuff. Which, you know, Halo's fine. Like, respect to Halo and everything. It's just, like, the only scene in video games that I was not familiar with. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's kind of isolating. So, even though, yeah, we both played video games... Our tastes and our familiarity with them were still extremely separate a lot of the time. Gotcha. And, mm-hmm. like, when it came to the to the YouTube scene, have you ever, like, made videos in the past, or was this your first channel? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I made a lot of video games. I had a... Oh, I was about to say the name of it. That might be bad. I'm not sure. If, uh... <laughs> hey, that's up to you. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to force it. Yeah, that that's out. totally up I to you. I don't think it would be around, but I had a moniker that I used um, that was... The combination of L and near, L-N, <laughs> which was also um, my first and, never mind. Anyways, I had that moniker, and I uh, used it for a channel where I did edits, very innocuous. I was like 11, 12 years old, 
And I did, like, video edits and just, like, practicing. You know, like, all those cringy videos from, like, the Mystery Guitar Man days where people would, like, oh, lightsaber duel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that garbage. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I made a video game Let's Play channel, which... <laughs> I, pref- I did with, like, Bandicam and, like, yes! all the Garbo, like, oh, pre-frap no. stuff. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> did Minecraft and Portal and Half-Life and stuff like that. And my computer was dog, just dog <laughs> shit. It was horrible. So, of course, it was, like, terribly laggy. And then, um, see, I had a lot of channels. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I had, a, I had a Heroscape channel. Heroscape was, like, this <gasps> Wizards of the Coast oh, shitty, like, that the board d- dungeons. Game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. So, I had that, but w- my friends and I, we did not know how to fucking play it, so we would always just make <laughs> up our own shit. But like, see, I had no friends so to fun. play it with. <laughs> oh. I had to convince my sister <laughs> and like my dad to sit down with me, and like they didn't care. <laughs> but I still liked it. I was like, oh, look at the figures. I like building the maps. Yeah, exactly. My but, like kids in my neighborhood, I would just bully them, and like also, uh, we had a local comic shop up here that they sell these things called Hero Clicks, which are like also mm-hmm. like minifigures. That had their Ooh. own game of like oh. uh, various superheroes and stuff like that. So like oh, they were fun. like the same size as HeroClix things. So we're just like, hey, or I mean of uh, HeroScape stuff. So okay. we would just buy them and oh, like cool. make up our own dumb games. I had a lot of oh, fun with it. Yeah. Man, that unlocked a yeah. <laughs> repressed memory. <laughs> Me too. I look that up yeah, that's I neat that you know what that is. Yeah, because <laughs> it was not successful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> producing it very quickly. <laughs> I'm trying to think though. With that and my editing channel, my gaming channel. Oh, oh, and then I finally had a a Minecraft YouTube channel where I hosted... There was something back in the day called... Um, not Good. The, the guy who hosted it was Good, but it was uh, the... Uh, Minecraft? Minecraft, yes. Uh-huh. So they were a vanilla whitelist private server with all YouTubers who just played in this ginormous world, uh, and they had no creative mode, no cheats. They just did it legit. And they would build these crazy, amazing bases. And I thought that was super cool as, like, a 14-year-old. And so I hosted a server of my own. And there was, like, 20 guys on there. And we all... The rule was, if you had to stay on the server, you had to keep making videos. So all of us had channels where we made uh, videos for this server. Um, but nobody nobody got big. Nobody, like... We, we just, you know, screwed around, played ultra hardcore, like, on private servers and stuff. And mm-hmm. then eventually that died out. I've made so many channels, so many channels. My freshman year of college, I made a... I really love Steven Suptic and Sugar Pine 7. I love their style. So I just uh-huh. went to blatantly rip off Steven Suptic with, like, these <laughs> live-action news report-style things in Nashville of me talking about these crazy things and, like, this false setup vlog style. And that failed because my whole channel got terminated through uh, copyright, I think. I think Aww. that's what happened. Because uh, oh, no. I was like, well, I'm not making any money, so they can't copyright me. <laughs> no, nah, they can. <laughs> so I use all this copyright music. I got murdered. Uh, and then finally, sophomore year of college, I made the Hiding in Public channel. That oh, is quite the journey. Yeah, you just well. took us on a, a trip through YouTube yeah. uh, history, a... basically. <laughs> I've, been, I've always been there, just in the shadows. <laughs> I feel like that's how it is for like most people, unless they're coming in right now, but... It's always great to see OGs out there still going strong, even in their own way. Yeah, sorry for being so wordy with both the questions. I'm kind of no. A please do talky person. <laughs> yeah, absolutely do. <laughs> so, like, who do you take? Do you take any inspiration from other YouTubers in your current style of video? Well, I think that 
Well, on the surface, uh, video essay content could be summarized into like one one sphere. I think there's yeah. a very large variety of different things that fall under video essay content. My content started out very personal, and then I started incorporating a lot of uh, philosophical and psychological concepts that I was learning in college. And then yeah. it came into more thematic and character analysis with like lots of like character details. I've really, I've always tried to fill a niche. The content I make is content I want to see that I don't feel like other people make. And mm-hmm. so I've always kind of just done what fits my kind of anal specifications for like content that I find interesting, which is highly detailed, highly efficient, you know, not stuff that repeats itself too much. Um, the only person I can really say I look up to for content uh, in terms of like modeling after them and really wanting to be like them is probably, uh, it's not a YouTube channel, but it, <laughs> it's not a YouTube channel. It's not a like anime, an anime channel, YouTuber? but it's a YouTube channel uh, that is in the gaming sphere. The the god uh, the godfather of like analysis who isn't the biggest out there because he doesn't post very often but it's Matthew Matosis uh, and I I love his channel he is literally like he's perfect when he makes a point he is articulate through and through like arguing with Matthew Matosis isn't just I disagree with you because to disagree with Matthew Matosis you have to have like sources. You have to have citations. You have to be like, well, you're actually incorrect because this, this, and this. Because he does his homework on anything that he says. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just a thoroughly satisfying experience to hear him go through that. My content is not nearly that technical a lot of the time. But sometimes I do go for that. Uh, and he's kind of my standard on that sense. Okay. Because, yeah, as I was going through some of your library, that's something that really stood out to me was how well-researched and how articulated your videos were. It seemed like no point was made just thrown out there. There's always some support in the text or in the in the show or video game or whatever that supported it. And I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, that comes out of insecurity more than anything. Just because I feel like whenever I make a video, I think, is this worth people's time? Does someone actually gain from this? Mm-hmm. Is this a worthwhile piece of entertainment for someone which is so stupid <laughs> nobody on youtube thinks like that i mean some i guess but like most nobody people just go i'm gonna make a fun video and i hope people like it but for me it's like is there a point in this existing and considering it's an artistic platform and creative medium it's very hard to nail down some sort of object point for something to exist like that so mm-hmm. uh my high level of efficiency i strive for kind of comes out of an insecurity for my they're not really being a strong reason for my thing to exist i guess yeah i think there's a lot of truth to that though at least Uh with how i approach things i feel like whenever i'm looking like even just through my subscriptions page i can usually think to myself like hmm is this video right here something that like i'm gonna get anything out of or is this something that's gonna stand the test of time and i feel like that's something that's important to approach when it comes to your own content that a lot of people Mm -hmm. probably don't think about but i think they should start just because things that last a long time are things that are considered like evergreen content where you know like they're yeah. still going to be relevant after a long time yeah. i feel like a lot of youtubers don't think about that too much they just think about like oh what's trending right now or mm-hmm. what's going to get me views at this exact second or whatever but things that are going to last and stay this uh test of time i, I feel like that's going to be where youtube goes especially since watch time has become so important these days mm-hmm. rather than just getting clicks so I'd say that even if it comes out of insecurity, you're thinking the right way. And you'd probably be surprised at how many others do. But at the same time, it's still kind of a newer concept for YouTube, I think. Mm-hmm. 
So no, it's cool you said evergreen content. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, that's like an exact term. There's the trending content, and evergreen content. You want to go for you know, you want to be trending enough to get views, but evergreen enough that it's not a, like immediately worthless. It's like yeah, yeah the whole balancing act. It's kind of like how I never really understood the concept of chapter reviews to an extent, because I get like when things are coming out and things are new, it's really exciting because like, okay, One Piece chapter 1000 just came out, you know, or like whatever. It's going to be really exciting to see what people think about it at that moment. But like, mm-hmm. who's going to be thinking about like chapter 70 three years from now? Like yeah. basically <laughs> nobody. Like that video has a lifespan and then it's dead. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, if you're talking about like maybe an arc of One Piece, like people are going to be reading One mm-hmm. Piece for eons from now or, you know, just a long time. So people are going to be wanting to see like what people thought about that as a whole. They're not going to be going back every individual chapter and seeing what somebody thought about it. So it's just little changes like that that can go a long way in terms of long-term content, I think. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So yeah. when you um, approach video making or like approach a topic or the whole process, how does that usually work for you? It's different. Things that I find important and meaningful, um, this is my life. Um, and mm-hmm. so... I want to derive, like, some deeper meaning from what I do, you know, even if I am making <laughs> anime videos on the internet. So, a lot of times I, I look at, you know, why is this media important to me? What is it, why does it mean what it means? And then I think about that really heavily, and I try to come to a well-rationed conclusion, and then I think, okay, how can I share that with other people? That's, that's a good majority of the time. I thought, what's the what was the most like like what caused me to get really riled up and excited in season four of Haikyuu mm-hmm. with Hinata? I'm not gonna spoil, but uh, with Hinata and everything that goes on in that season four, and I really thought about it, and I was thinking, well, it, there's clearly this theme and this dichotomy between what it means to be a monster or what it means to have talent versus skill and all this sort of thing and dedication, hard work, and all that, and it's substantiated by the characters consistently and it's a message that i think is positive and reaffirming so i thought how can i best give that message across to a viewer and substantiate it with all of the details in the story that point towards that conclusion and so then after i you know take notes or whatever to get all that done um then i (laughs) I just edit it together. If it's a manga video, it's more casual than that. I don't, like, go through, like, oh, and this this character says this in episode this, you know, because that's a little bit of a mm-hmm. headache sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. sometimes I just like something, and I like the message, and I want to recommend it to people. So I give an idea for what the message is and how it meant something to me uh, without being explicit with my spoilers and just try mm-hmm. to put fun, cool edits on the screen because I love editing. I mean, I enjoy, uh, especially, like, harder edits like they look really cool it's very satisfying when oh they're done. yeah yeah that brings me to a another question i had now actually, I, I need um... to pause you real quick okay <laughs> I'm sorry okay but simply amanda just uh showed me that one of the tags you put us in is uh is <laughs> you... Shut, don't even it's don't <laughs> is that what's gonna happen is that our game did you just spoil our game with the tags <laughs> No, I was just scrolling through, and I was like, this one sounds funny, so I clicked on it. What is it again? <laughs> Don't bully me. What is it? It's something with horses, right? Oh, oh, is it horse riding? Horse riding. <laughs> yeah. That's what you tagged us in. Yeah. Thanks, man. All right, continue with your question. We're riding the horse of life, Evan. Oh, cool. cool. All right, continue with your question, please. <laughs> wow. I want to forget yeah, about that after as soon as I asked it. Thanks. Yep. Wow. Way, way to disrupt the flow. How could you do this to me? <laughs> that's, right. that's your fault. 
Well, um, okay. So one of my vi- or one of your videos that I really like that I, I watched a little while back was your one about blame or blam, mm-hmm. or however you say it. Yeah. Because it's a series that I've always kind of like had on my radar, but I didn't know much about it, and I wanted to you know get somebody's perspective on it, see maybe like what it's about without any like big spoilers, but also kind of get a look into the world. And I have to say, like a lot of the the edits that you do are really cool, and like. These days, you know, a lot of people have editors, and you're, like, one of the only people... Unless you do have one, and I'm just... I don't. Ignorant. I don't. It's all me. But, yeah. So, like, what does that feel like? Because, you know, I feel like I'm alone over here. I'm, like, one of the only people who still edits my own stuff, um, and here you are. Uh, what's going on? Uh, part of it's a <laughs> lack of trust, and uh, <laughs> I have to pay people, right? And then I have to pay yeah. them, like a like, a good amount, and if they don't do it yeah. perfectly on the first time, then I'm kind of wasting my money. Yeah, because I don't have just like buckets of cash to just waste on people, and mm-hmm. I have very anal and specific things. I'm not very good at giving up the control whenever it comes to my own channel because it's just I'm so scared of it getting screwed up in some way. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, though, at least up to a hundred k, I wasn't going to get anything at all because I wanted. See, I didn't show my face on purpose because I mm-hmm. didn't want. Uh, you know, around 2017, you know, it was coming out of like the 2014 to 2017 era where it was very much like identity politic, kind of like people only succeed because of this and that and this and that. And yeah. got a few comments about how my voice sounds like I'm a lesbian or something. Uh, so, you know, I think that my voice, you know, while definitely male sounding is, uh, you know, it's not like set in stone. You know, there's plenty of voices in AniTube who uh, do reach different minorities and stuff like that. I wanted to basically keep everything about me that I could completely vague mm-hmm. and empty. Yeah. And I wanted to succeed on my own shoulders as much as possible so that nobody could ever say that I succeeded because of, you know, this or that. I never sought out shout outs. I never asked for them. Uh, whenever people would be like, oh, you want a shout out? I'd be like, no, that's fine. That's fine. When I had less than 50 subs, uh, I actually messaged Eyepatch Wolf and uh-huh. privately, and he mm-hmm. responded. I privately asked for some criticism, some comment on what he thought was good or bad, what I should change with one of my videos, and I never publicly talked about it until I felt like I had already, you know, gotten somewhere, and I never posted about it. I never added him on Twitter or anything. It's just, you know, I wanted his thing, but I told him specifically in the message, I do not want a shout-out. Do not give me a shout-out. I just want to know how to get better. Maybe this is insecurity once again, but I wanted to feel like I could do something on my own. And I could succeed at it. So I didn't tell my friends and family that I had a YouTube channel until I had 100K and what it was. I didn't get an editor. I didn't, you know, officially confirm anything about my race, gender, or sexuality. Or at least I tried not to. I, I tried to be as blank slate as I could manage to where I was succeeding based on the quality of my ideas and the effectiveness of my uh, editing skills. Um, and that was just very important for me since hundred K. Yeah. I just have a trouble getting rid of the control at this point. It is scary. <laughs> it's actually very inefficient. I need to find like a good editor who, uh, will let me give them slave wages and <laughs> just <laughs> maybe I could post more. I don't know, but yeah, uh, that's, that's my big long reasoning, self-important, whatever. Oh no. I think that's super respect, like respectable oh, and yeah. impressive to have that that mindset of like, I'm going to build this. And I think yeah. that's something that is lost in a lot of modern YouTube. And a lot yeah. of the people starting right now don't have that mindset. And 
it probably could uh, be a little bit more beneficial for some of those people, I think. Yeah. I just feel like they're missing out on a lot of the YouTube experience these days. Because, like, people with, like, even just a couple hundred or a couple thousand subscribers, like, already have editors. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. you're, you're missing out on the whole experience. Yeah. I don't know. At least for me personally, especially kind of, like, how a lot of the content, like, in AnyTube, for instance, it's just audio with, like, visuals over top, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like if you don't edit the visuals over top yourself, it's kind of not even really your video. Like, it's your thoughts, but as far as, like, the actual visuals go, if mm. you have someone else edit that completely, like, it's not even really yours anymore. Like, that's a, a joint thing. Yeah. Whereas, like, I don't know, if you, if it's, like, a face cam video, for instance, I feel like there's a lot more of a leeway with that because, you know, you're still front and center, but... Yeah, that's true. Or even if you just have, like, a segment at the end with your face, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I need to start incorporating but... my face more. <laughs> even though I had my face reveal, I don't think a lot of people who watch me know what I look like. <laughs> <laughs> My face has, like, been on my channel since the beginning, but, like, I still get people saying, oh, look, a face reveal. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, the last one I did, it's funny, the uh, the lesbian comment, because someone's like, hey, look at this cute little lesbian. I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> That's a pyrocynical <laughs> reference, isn't it? From that from that old H3 podcast? Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> Who is that cute little lesbian and how tight? Is yeah. That's such a, that's, a, that's a good meme. I love that. <laughs> oh, man, those are also good times. The, le the leafy and pyrocynical oh yeah three the drama oh boy where have we gone uh, where have we gone <laughs> yeah where have we gone where did we Straight go back to bullying God. kids <laughs> yeah hey i'm still bullying kids let's not oh straight up <laughs> great you're not bullying kids what are you doing with your life that's what i said so, i did uh, ironically watch a lot of leafy when in like 2016 and stuff <laughs> me too yeah <laughs> I have a playlist on my Spotify still. That's like a compilation of some of his outro songs that I liked. <laughs> uh-huh. Every now and then I get in the mood. There's like, um, is it like City Lights by Mar uh, Marvin something? There's like a really good song. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's like, got me in the party, y'all up in the zone. <laughs> I love it. It's <laughs> such a good outro. Oh, man. So uh, what what is your background in writing? Because I feel like this is totally off the subject kind of but when i watch your videos i was in i was an english major in college and it really reminds me of writing papers back then you know what i mean like it really substantiating claims and doing that is there do you have some sort of background in writing or researching or anything i mean yeah like uh so i double majored philosophy and psychology and i minored in uh marketing in college and oh, okay. in philosophy one of the first things they teach you is you take a logic course and uh -huh. logic is just basically it drills home the efficiency of speech. You need to say words that mean what they mean. You need to say words that are accurate to their definitions so that there's no vagueness or um, interpretation left up to what you say. It, yeah. Whenever you're making a paper. If you're being artsy, then you know it's fine to be vague uh -huh. with language. I do that every now and then. But when making a point, they very much drive home. I remember my major professor for most of my philosophy courses, after like the first entry course, he made it a rule that like you could be spending like a month or two on a paper that's like a five to ten page paper and it has all these sources and everything and if your language is loose if you say sentences that are useless and just taking up space he would deduct up to 20 points off of your essay you could go straight to barely like barely out of a c yeah <laughs> oh, if you just didn't speak properly and use the right words 
the best part is sometimes if, if you had a disagreement, he thought something was useless and you thought it was useful, you could actually go to his office and argue with him to get points added back to your thing. Uh-huh. Most of the time it wouldn't work because he was not a pushover. He didn't just want to have an argument and give you some points for arguing with him. He was very serious. But there was once that I was able to get my score up like five points because I was able to debate well enough through that. But that experience, I guess, through logic, uh, I think was just... I think it's very efficient and very helpful. It's also put this stupid, horrible brain in my head now to where whenever people say words that don't mean what they mean and then I say something and they misunderstand me, uh, sometimes I'm, I'm a little impatient in my brain. A lot of people use the word objective and subjective completely yeah. incorrectly. They don't know what it means. And people say, like, objectivity doesn't exist. Or, like, subjectivity uh, is, you know, like, whatever. Like there all, are only all, opinions. It's like... Like, all art is subjective or something like that. Yeah, yeah, like, is all art is subjective, uh-huh. uh, which is a nice sentiment. Yeah, um, great. <laughs> but is fundamentally and provably to an extent wrong. It is mostly subjective, but there are objective ways of looking at art, just aspects of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, is this a painting? There's an objective way to tell if something is a painting or not. If it is not painted, <laughs> yeah. it is not a painting, objectively. That is, it's definitionally true. <laughs> um, well, I know when one thing is objective. In art. <laughs> oh, yeah? When it has the perfect spiral. <laughs> oh, sweet. I just want to throw that out there. Real Thanks, quick. man. <laughs> yeah, no, I won't. I won't go on too much of a rant. But yeah, that's my mm-hmm. background, I guess. I don't. I mean, I don't have like a proper English background in that sense. But I did a lot of uh, a lot of reading and writing. Uh, outs. I mean, I'll, you know, you've got your normal courses in college. Uh, yeah. I also did AP and honors in high school, but that doesn't mean mm-hmm. a lot, to be honest. Um, yep. <laughs> I think but. that the the philosophy background is so interesting because like. And, and the way you explained it of being so deliberate with your language, because a lot of the people that I watch, I like a lot of the video essayists, but they're, they go on for like an hour and a half, two hour long videos. Like I'm watching a movie of some guy mm-hmm. talking about dancing in, in film or something like that, right? And mm-hmm. a lot of the times they do end up repeating themselves or they do end up making points that don't mean anything. And so I think that your brain really lends itself well to keeping things concise, but making all the points that you want to make. Yeah. Well, I love long analysis, too. Uh-huh. Most of the people who do it are just horrible at it. Uh, Matthew <laughs> Matosis has something called Dark Souls Commentary. It's almost mm-hmm. seven hours long. He goes through the entire game of Dark Souls in a systematic way and analyzes the game, and it is gorgeous. I think I've rewatched it, if not twice, then at least the one time. Yeah. It's just beautiful to listen to. It's just, it's like watching art. <laughs> <laughs> They're listening to art. Yeah. But yeah. That's that's kind of how I feel about Breadsword. He's one that, I don't know if you're familiar with him at all, but he does he does film analysis and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And he really reminded me of your style of really getting into yeah. the ideas and themes of things that me as a casual observer, I don't get. Specifically, the video that really hit me was your Persona 5 music motif video. Mm. Like, it, it's so simple because you hear that, that one sound constantly throughout the game. Like, it's in almost, like, so many different songs at so many key moments. But, like, I just never paid attention to it. I never noticed it. Yeah. Uh, For me, I was driving in my car, and I was listening to Persona soundtracks like I had been doing for months. Yeah. And at one point, I just back-to-back listened to Swear to My Bones and Maya's theme. And Mm -hmm. I was like, those are the same notes. And then I started going in, like, conspiracy theory mode. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> and then I presented it to my friend who is an official composer, like professional mm-hmm. composer, and he was like, you're not crazy. And I was like, awesome. So I'm very proud of that video. Yeah, I thought that was – and, like, you described it as, like, I'm going to get kind of music theory but you definitely made it understandable because I have no knowledge of any sort of music at all except, like, what I like and don't like, basically. But I understood the the ideas you were posing. Yeah, I was afraid I dumbed it down a little too much. I had some people be like, everyone knows what a motif is. You don't no. need to spend five minutes on it. And I was like, see, I, I would say sorry, <laughs> but I have plenty of comments from other people saying I had never heard what a motif was. So you never know, you know. It's hard to know sometimes. Hey, guys, what's a motif? Uh, it's... Well, do you do you know? Do you know? F- do you know from my I video, Blue? I do, <laughs> oh, I do know from your See, video, I, actually. Listen, I, <laughs> I I've never it. gotten into Persona yet, so I can't. I, listen, I have not spoiled myself on anything. Uh, it's and, not specifically Persona related. It's just a general music term, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Like, um, but I'm still an idiot. Do you like Lord of the Rings? I. It's <laughs> funny we just talked about this. So I actually just, within like the last week, two weeks, watched Lord of the Rings for the first time. Awesome. Did you recognize and pieces of music that seemed to like repeat themselves throughout the movie? Bum, bum, yeah. bum, bum, bum. Yeah, yeah. Every time that repeats in a song over the course of the entire soundtrack of Lord of the Rings, not just one song because it's in many songs. Every time it repeats with different instruments at different times, that is a motif. And so, in the same sense, basically. Okay. Uh, and normally they represent specific themes or characters or ideas that the story is trying to present. That's mm-hmm. what a motif is, basically. Okay. I see. I just wanted to prove the punks in your comments that some people don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> you actually did know. You were just going along with my explanation. No, I, no, I absolutely did, he did not know. Don't let him sell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I didn't know. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, then, kind of bouncing off how you said, like, for instance, you were really proud of that video. A question that I had is, do you have a favorite video that you've made, if you had to pick one? Um. Yeah, I mean, like... I do. I try for different things on different videos, like there. There's different favorites in different ways, but I know that's a cop out. Um, mm-hmm. I wish I could make videos more like this, and it's slowly accumulated views over the last three three years, but it's uh, not still very viewed. So I quit YouTube. I gave up. Uh, I started in 2017. Went from August to like October. I wasn't getting any traction. I didn't really give up. Give up, but I was like, okay, this isn't going anywhere. And so I decided I was going to learn mm-hmm. Japanese and move to Japan and be an English teacher. So I okay. did that for the next eight months, and I didn't do YouTube. But then at some point, after, like, months and months and months of learning Japanese, I was like, wait a second. I'm going to be stuck around kids all day. doesn't matter if they're Japanese kids. I don't want to be around a bunch <laughs> of fucking snot-nosed kids all day. <laughs> and so I got, I got hit with another dose of despair. And so I was like, okay, I'll come back to my YouTube channel. It had been itching at me for a while. And so I made four videos. Uh, the video I made when I came back was uh, Sungatsu no Lion, I Want to Be Needed. Then I made Rom-Coms Aren't Real Life, It's Okay to Run Away, Gurren Lagann, Becoming You. I made those four, and all of them were a plotted out lineage to point to one stage of a repeating mental process I'd been going through. And so the culmination and explanation of those four videos came in probably what is my favorite video, which is Art, Ego, and Sakuroso. Uh, which is about the pet girl of Sakuroso, the, you know, harem whatever show from whenever about art. And the first nine minutes of that video is just explaining my mindset and the way that I look at the world and myself and things and my state and where I am as a person 
and how I want to meet people and grow and do things. I don't even talk about the show to like almost 10 minutes in. <laughs> it's a 14 minute video. Mm -hmm. And so that, that made it my favorite in a sense because it felt very cathartic. But then also the entire video is very artistic in a way that not a lot of people would notice in that the first half and the last half of the video are mirrors of each other. They're almost the exact same paragraphs put in reverse, but with select words taken out and changed. But you wouldn't even pick up on it if I hadn't mentioned it to you. It's like a very seamless thing. And it ends with like a very powerful moment. I just really like from an emotional standpoint, from a personal, that would probably be my personal favorite. I don't think it's my best video necessarily, but I think it's probably my most like artistically ambitious and personal. That's incredible. Has that's a super so shitty thumbnail. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so well thought out. Like that's so meticulously planned and then executed. Wow. Yeah, doing unnecessarily complicated crap for no reward is like a kink of mine. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Okay. You want me to bring out one of my banger questions that I wrote down before we started? Sure. Okay. How often do you uh, wash your bed sheets? What? Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> hmm. Not that often. I guess whenever I feel like I can start to smell something, like if I smell like a little BO or something, I'll be like, oh, all right, it's time to, time to wash them. I know this is probably gross. There was a few girls I knew in college who would like wash their bed sheets every friggin' week. And like when I heard that for the first time in my mind, I was like, there's no way. There's no way that people do that. That's such a huge <laughs> consumption of time. Absolutely. Uh, but then I, I was too insecure to say that because then I thought they were all going to think I was gross. <laughs> was like, <laughs> I hadn't changed my sheets in like two months. <laughs> so I was like, oh. So not often at all, to be honest. It's almost like the, the, the smelly shirt test, you know? Yeah. Uh, I've oh, already yeah. worn this shirt. Let me check. You <laughs> sniff the armpits and you're like, ah, oh, it still smells good. And you put it back on. <laughs> it's kind of like that. If it smells bad, gotcha. then I'll do it. Yeah, I told you. I'd oh, good. You. That's a great one. I'm glad. <laughs> oh, what about you, Evan? Huh? How often you, do I'm I? Not getting out of it. How yeah. often do I wash my bed sheets? Like once a month, probably. Okay. I don't know. I alternate my bed sheets, so I've got like uh, two good ones yeah. that I really like, and so I alternate them and then wash them like once a met once a month. Yeah. I also shower I in the mornings. I think that that contributes too. If I showered at night oh. and didn't wash my bed sheets very often, that'd be really like redundant and gross. I feel like. But, mm -hmm. you know, I'm cleaning myself I, off also. the second I get out of bed. So it's like, I don't know. Absolutely. Morning yeah, morning shower all the way. So what's your favorite Persona game? Let's go there. Uh huh. Favorite Persona game. Uh, for a while, it was Persona 3 because I thought the stories and story and characters were the most interesting, even though the gameplay was just a slight step down from original P4. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, P5 was the first one I played. I played P5, P4, P3. Um in that order and then i played uh some of persona 2 innocent sin and uh eternal punishment but the main thing is like i was barely holding on to p3 as my favorite because p5's ui and the level that it expanded all of the mechanics in the game yeah. and just the sheer uh finesse <laughs> of it all was just a thoroughly mm -hmm. fun engrossing and emotional experience for me once Royal dropped, that pushed me over. I think Royal's my favorite now because the third semester, I won't spoil, it's a it's a truly awesome. It should have got best narrative at the Game Awards, but, you know, Last of Us 2 got all of them because they like to stick it to the gamers. 
They but, um, <laughs> they sure got us. <laughs> they sure got me. I was so sad. <laughs> no, Persona yeah. Five Royal. The third semester of that is genuinely like probably one of the most moving, uh, deep and interesting narratives I've ever seen like put in a video game. Um, because it essentially takes the message of Persona 5, which I initially found somewhat lacking, which is why yeah. I put P3 above it. And it essentially addresses the holes in that, flips it on its head, and asks a much more nuanced question with a villain that really isn't a villain. And um, uh, it also reconceptualizes and recontextualizes. Oh, fancy big, big boy word over here. I don't know why <laughs> I said all that. But it like recontextualizes a few of the major characters I also thought the reveal was really uh, interesting and emotional with uh, Kasumi, the new character in uh, 5R. I don't mm -hmm. know. I think it's a masterpiece. I think it's literally like, it's tied for me as my favorite video game of all time now. Um, wow. Yeah. I think it's I think it's amazing. And I hate how the Persona fan base is and how oh. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like none of them have played too. the game. Oh, I have that question it. too. <laughs> yeah. See, but. I think anyone who's played Persona 5 Royal really has a lot of similar views as yours. Um, I haven't played it yet. I did play Persona 5 originally, but um, mm -hmm. but Royal seems to have added enough that I would consider taking it on again if I got a PS4. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, that's a, a hefty game to add a <laughs> whole nother semester to. Like, yeah, it's when I first streamed it... Uh-huh. It, uh, it and then I was streaming it and I was like doing like hype yeah. trains where I'd like play music or whatever so it, it was quite a bit slowed down but it took me like 180 hours to get through the game <laughs> oh no doubt yeah it it's took a me huge like, game like 130 or 100 like over 100 for sure and that just be playing it casually by myself <laughs> mm -hmm. so to say that I would play that again Persona 5 is really special and I think it really does the gameplay better than than any Persona game that mm -hmm. I've played but I just really resonated with Persona 4's story a lot more and the characters, I feel like. And I think that if I played Royal, how you're describing the third semester, clearing up some of the, the themes and asking different questions, I think that would really engage me more because that's really where I felt like it was kind of not necessarily simplified, but it had kind of a, a simpler theme or a more smack you on the head with it theme i feel mm -hmm. like the bad guys were very like uh very cartoonishly bad in a lot of cases yeah um, yeah i think and it's it started off so strong with kamashita i feel yeah. like he was an incredible no, villain yeah but then the rest of them bar a couple weren't super memorable yeah i mean they were definitely enjoyable, but in terms of being mm -hmm. dynamic and interesting villains, they really weren't. And I feel like, you know, the final boss being a god, just like every other Persona game and <laughs> most other JRPGs, you know, it's a little underwhelming as well. P5R mm -hmm. puts you against a truly dynamic and interesting final boss that you, you know, have some familiarity with uh, throughout the game and really empathize with to the point where they added another ending where you can literally just choose to lose it's it basically leaves the opportunity that if you are convinced by this person's ideology then they'll you can literally give up as an ending you can literally have another ending there which is horrible he's obviously wrong the the, the villain uh -huh. is wrong <laughs> but um they do definitely do have a very emotionally compelling argument uh that isn't totally you know hogwash i want to enslave the children you know like, <laughs> 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 i'm 
I'm going to pass <laughs> drugs all over Shibuya. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> oh yeah. shoot. It's really good. Yeah. I think Persona 5 is really, it's such a good JRPG just in general. It's so well done, but I, I, I don't know. I really liked the, the themes, like JoJo's Part 4 is my favorite JoJo's. And so mm-hmm. I think Persona 4 mirrors a lot of that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a very similar uh, yeah. uh, vibe to them. The small town murder uh-huh. mystery. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And it's it's like episodic. Like you, each character that you add and that you visit in the Midnight Channel doesn't necessarily further that, that main plot line. But it does they, a little bit. But yeah, they yeah. kind of, they're at a standstill for a decent amount of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, like they, I really like actually one point in Persona 4 where they think that they have determined everything that leads to somebody being kidnapped uh-huh and then it, they're proven wrong and it's yep. like you know back to square one but i mean it was like they were making progress it felt like but they uh-huh. really weren't uh i really liked that kind of rug under. yeah and then they were all like realistically reacted to it where they were pissed off and mad that they had to start back over yeah but also you know persona 4 is also just like more fun and like uh-huh. it's lighthearted, it's very uh, it's very cheery compared to the other games. Despite the fact that people are being murdered in a in a small town, <laughs> but I mean, it's it's very it's definitely compared to three and five, it's very cheery. Mm-hmm. Um, which I know some people like a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, Persona Three was almost my favorite over Persona Five for a little bit. So obviously, I <laughs> I mm-hmm. like things being a bit depressing personally. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That that <laughs> Persona Three is really depressing just yeah. you know you just see how they summon their personas that's not that's not very cheerful yeah well i mean the main themes i mean it kind of reflects on that too mm-hmm. persona 3 is all about death confronting death and uh yeah. how to deal with death persona 4 is all about truth what is truth how do you seek mm-hmm. and find truth and persona 5 is about freedom how much freedom should be allowed to people how much freedom until it starts to oppress others and how do you move on from that and so death truth and freedom like you couldn't pick any more like badass topics for like a uh-huh. theme for games agree wow mm-hmm. see i'm gonna kill the vibe here yeah and ask a completely different question that has nothing to do no with it's good we probably talked about it too really long cool. <laughs> <laughs> see i just don't know anything about mm-hmm. persona that's why i can't really chime in but evan loves it so I'm, I'm happy to hear him talk about it with you honestly but you guys ready for this one yeah it's a real banger okay hiding and i and also evan by extension great uh, do you guys like feet? No. It, like, in what regard? I used to hate them in, like, any context whatsoever. I've kind of mellowed out. Well, it could be, like, uh, it could be, like, a thing as a kink, or, you know, you just don't mind feet. I'm just, like, where, where's the line? Um, so when I was younger, and my mom used to even tease me about this, I hated feet. Anytime someone touched me with their feet, I would, like, blow up, be very angry. I would yell at them. I, I hated mm-hmm. it, found it so disgusting. I think it's because of like a camp counselor uh, when I was younger. I saw his big yellow toes, and I was oh. like, that is the nastiest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Get those deformed hands away from me. <laughs> um, uh-huh. But uh, I've come to the point where I'm pretty, I, I'm just okay with them now. Like, I, I've addressed like, there are ugly and attractive parts of any person on any body, mm-hmm. you know? Like, mm-hmm. feet. I'd say a good, you know, 90, 95% of the time, horrible, terrible. 5% of the time, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, they can be just as attractive or fine as other things. Not that I would seek them out, but that they don't disgust me. Generally, 
really attractive people are really attractive through and through, you know? Yeah. That is very, yeah. I respect that answer. I think, I, it just reminds me of one time um, I had a girl in my car and she took her shoes off and just put her feet on my dashboard. And we had a huge fight about that because I didn't want her to do that. <laughs> I was like, please don't put your feet on my car, please. She's like, are you serious? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm serious. I don't want your freaking feet on my car. See, I just don't like it when they do that because it's, like, dangerous. Like, if we get in a wreck, your legs are going through your fucking skull. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't like it, but I don't know. Yeah, do you like I don't feet? know if I'd get enough... Huh? Do you like feet? I can't really say. I don't really care for feet, but at the same time... See, I have a philosophy. Do you want to hear this philosophy? Sure. Here? I think that when you truly love someone, even if you hate feet, you kind of love their feet, too. You know? And I said that to people, and they're like, oh, wow, this guy likes feet. What a freak. So it's just kind of a meme. No, that's so definitely different. That's well, definitely different. Well, Spooky, it's perfectly fine if you like feet. It is, like, the most popular mainstream fetish oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. out there. So statistically speaking, feet people are hiding everywhere. And not hiding, though. They're not hiding. They're not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> but See, if you are statistically, that is, I mean, I don't judge you, you know? That's all up to you. Yeah. If people, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, you know. There's so many more Go. fucked up things <laughs> you could be into, Absolutely. and I'm cool with that even, you know? It's not like I'm being dragged into it, so whatever. Yeah, I feel like as long as your kink isn't affecting other people in a negative way, like, what's the harm yeah. in anything, for that matter? Yeah. Yeah, my, my philosophy is basically that anybody can be a foot person for the correct pair of feet. <laughs> That's my thing. What? Yeah. That's what All I'm right. saying. Like, you know, you, you won't expect it. You could, be, you could hate feet to death, but one day... One day, if you find that right pair of feet, you'll you'll say I was right. I'm just saying. Okay, Cinderella. Yep. Mm-hmm. That yeah, I like that nickname. Thanks. Do you, man? Great. I'll call you forever. I think that was really clever and cool. I'll call you forever <laughs> from now on. Thanks. Okay, can you ask a good, better question? Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's not hard. <laughs> so, I <laughs> can you? We br- we briefly touched about this, and I think this can be a more universal topic. Uh, so Spooky can chime in, but like. What has been your experience with the Persona community? A few people that I've followed um, that have made Persona videos have really struggled to branch out of it. And I, I, I don't know if you've had that problem because you didn't initially yeah, I only start made the couple with Persona. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, what's your experience been both positively and negatively with the Persona community um, as a whole? There's two people in the Persona community that I think are really good. One is Chris All. Uh, it's like a crystal oh. but with a h h l or something. Yeah, the um, dancer. Yeah, she does dancing, mm-hmm. but I really yeah. like her streams. I think her streams are very respectful. She takes a lot of effort to understand and uh, make a good comment on the stuff. She also had stream highlight videos that she put out back when she was originally going through them, and they were thoroughly entertaining and fun. I really, yeah. really enjoyed them. I felt like she really understood the characters and cared a lot. You know, she had her. Mm-hmm. She had a little bit of the 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 inner the inner shipper in there yeah uh, but that's fine you know mm-hmm. it wasn't like she was pushing it on like it was some sort of canon and uh she was just she was very charming and uh she seemed like a great you know great creator to uh mm-hmm. show the face of persona to people i guess um other than that there's the j music ensemble they are an incredible i think eight piece jazz band um contemporary okay. jazz band where they cover video games and stuff they were actually at otakon i've known about them since 2019 but they released a whole persona covers album 
with a song called When Mother Was There, which has a couple rap verses added on to that version, which is uh, Futaba's palace theme. And oh, they sweet. are incredible. I think they did an amazing job interpreting her character. With the exception of that... Oh, oh, another one. This isn't contemporary Persona, so I'm not sure if he would even count within like the Persona fandom. But there's a channel called Snickety Slice that does the ultimate Persona analysis. And he started with Persona 1, and he's slowly working his way up. He just a few days ago released the final part of his Persona 2 Eternal Punishment uh, thing. He's been doing this for like over two years at this point, and he's just getting through. They're wow. all like really long videos. They're really great, super entertaining and fun. I just I love when they come out. It sucks that it takes so many months sometimes. Yeah. So those are good Persona creators, and I consider them like, quote-unquote, like the fan, a positive view of the fandom and everything. Exception mm-hmm. to that, pretty much... I mean, there might be a couple good artists on Twitter that I like, but they're mostly Japanese artists, so I don't even understand their opinions. It's not like I'm translating all their tweets or anything, yeah. you know, or, or trying to take the time to read it in my, my like, elementary understanding of Japanese. Um, with the exception to that, it's, it's horrible. Um, it feels <laughs> like a lot of the time SMT Persona just steps on their own graves. They're way too self-hating for fans of a series that's all about accepting and loving and you know, growing to uh, have pride in yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, way too much self-deprecation. Way too much uh, shipping Tumblr bullshit. Way too much... Uh, and shipping's fine. Shipping's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, like, way too much canonizing things that blatantly mischaracterize characters. Um, like, well, I think this. Well, that is wrong. That is literally wrong. It's just my head cannon. So... Do you really think that or not? Like, obnoxious, stupid, horrible, terrible. A lot of them are extremely dismissive toward uh, mainline SMT and other Persona games, uh, which is fine. I've barely touched on mainline SMT. You could call me dismissive in some regard, but I'm not proudly dismissive of it. They seem extremely friggin' ignorant, and they just... (laughs) They do the thing that bad essayists do, which is, hey, you're wrong. No, it was just my opinion. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) You can't state something like it's a fact, and then when you're disproven, say it's your opinion. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, So, honestly, I hate it. I don't don't associate with or personally have... I've not personally had good impressions of the Persona fandom, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't change the fact that the Persona games are legitimate masterpieces... They yeah. are phenomenal, amazing works of art, literally some of the best of their genre and of the medium. Thoroughly amazing, and I won't stop won't stop loving them. But yeah, no, the fan base is extremely sad. Yeah, Most so. fandoms, I guess, are like that, but I've never been a part of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's been your worst fandom spooky that you've come across throughout all your different videos you've made? I would say probably Naruto. <laughs> I don't know why. That would, people that are doesn't like, surprise me for some reason. Yeah. I mean, it, the Bleach one's kind of iffy as well, but I would say Naruto's the one where people are like, I don't know, people are just angry for no reason. Mm-hmm. I haven't made a Naruto and, video, but I agree. It's just everywhere I see it, like, I feel like any time I've ever made a Naruto video, that's where I get, like, the most big brain people, or, the, you know, the, the foreheads, just about anything. And it's like... Just stop. Yeah. I don't know why you care so much. Like, I don't know why everything has to be about power scaling. I don't know. Yeah. No, I made one comment about, like, the big three and, like, current Shonen and how uh-huh. I was just, like, mm-hmm. it was an overall positive tweet. I was, like, it's so awesome how many great, amazing shows are coming out and 
you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I was talking about how I'd been watching One Piece finally and how I was like, I can't believe Ooh. that the big three are held, like, next to each other because One Piece, it feels like to me, on in terms of, like, quality, was just well above and beyond. Uh, yeah. And I don't have nostalgia mm-hmm. for One Piece. I have nostalgia for Naruto, and I recently rewatched OG Naruto, like, eight months ago or whatever. And... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think One Piece has genuinely like, gone another level. I think it's amazing. I think it's super Absolutely. great. Uh, I'm still only partway through Punk Hazard. Oh. I've mainly been paused. Okay. Yeah, I haven't got the Dress Rosa yet. Oh. I love Dress Rosa so much. <laughs> but Dress that's Rosa mainly just because so I've been moving. I've been busy trying to get videos mm-hmm. out and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I made, like, one comment where I said, like, and I, and I don't mean Naruto. Dear God, not Naruto. Like, an obvious joke. <laughs> it was a reply to the original tweet. And through that, I got freaking quote retweeted by like 30 people out of nowhere oh my god some people who have youtube (laughs) channels and have like 30k or more and then like a huge subtweet conversations blatantly on twitter (laughs) about people saying ignorant things about anime that were like blatantly like about me i make a single joke in a reply (laughs) saying dear god God, not naruto one time and i'm being accused of slander and told that i'm an insane stupid person who's never had a good take in their life like it's amazing i i was like boy oh boy wish they could hear my real naruto opinion then i've <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like oh, it was a horrible. The Naruto diehards are next level. <sighs> I, so I've literally shitty. never seen anything on that level, like at all. Like it's crazy. That's um, so stupid. They, they like, need a life. You always hear like like things like My Hero have bad bad fan bases, but then you really see the the dirt that comes out mm-hmm. with some of them, and it's like it's not that bad in comparison. You, but at, at the same time, you get the phrase "touch up? grass." I feel like that comes, comes to mind with <laughs> some of these fandoms. Go, go punch a mailbox. <laughs> the My Hero fandom's bad, like in like a like a Tumblr way. Uh-huh. And yeah. I don't even know like what you would describe the Naruto fandom being bad in the way of, but it's just scary, dude. It's scary. <laughs> I'd say. I well, okay. I, I don't want to make a bad comment. I know what I compare oh. it to. Please, please. Oh, the <laughs> please. The dream stuff, dream guy. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, I don't know like enough Minecraft about that. Twitter? Yeah, I don't know enough about that to really make a good opinion, but I don't want to be involved in it, so that's where I'm at. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, well, I won't talk about Naruto much more. I uh, Please don't hurt me, anyone. And I don't think Naruto's <laughs> terrible. I've lots of, I played Clash of Ninjas 2 on the GameCube when oh. I was a kid. <gasps> you know? Wait, which one is that? Hold on. I need to, is that unlocking another repressed See, unlike <laughs> these two, I love Naruto and think it's flawless, so... Really? No. I played the fuck out of Clash of Ninja. Yeah, it's great. It's great. No, I loved I the crap out of it when game. I was a kid. So I was so excited to rewatch. And there was just, I don't know. It's not like terrible, but mm-hmm. I don't know. For me, it's... it just, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared <laughs> to talk about it. We will, we will stop here. Oh, shit. So who do you think is the strongest character in our? Oh great! Uh, it's it's whoever <laughs> the artist or it's whoever the author decides the strongest character since his writing is so inconsistent. <laughs> oh, so Sasuke. Okay, thanks. Yeah, do you think... <laughs> I guess Why did so. Naruto not end up with Sakura. What the heck? <laughs> Let's get more positive. What are some of your uh, your favorite <laughs> series? <laughs> and then what are some of your recent watches or uh, playthroughs or reads or whatever? Watches playthroughs or reads? You just yeah. mean like literally any media I've consumed at all? Yeah, recently. Yeah. Uh, you can do that for just recent stuff, but like mm-hmm. favorite anime is probably more what I'm getting at. Yeah. Um, favorite anime of all time is specifically the second season of Sun Gods and Lion. 
That's my favorite thing ever. I literally, like, I can't perceive any notable flaw of it. I think it's it's consistently beautiful, moving. It looks gorgeous. It's very unique. And, I don't know, it just does something for me. I just, I can't see flaws in it. It's my favorite anime. Okay. What's, okay, what, I, I am curious what your f- other favorite game is besides Persona 5 Royal. Uh, Sekiro. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I've beaten that game well over 90 times now. That's incredible. Well, I got to be able to speedrun it, and so once I was able to speedrun it, there was a time for a few months there on Twitch where I would just play through the game once or twice in one stream. I just beat the whole game like twice in a stream. (laughs) (laughs) That's unbelievable. That's crazy to me. So that actually might be a modest thing to say 80. (laughs) I've played through it a lot. I have like over... 450 hours on ps4 and almost 200 mm-hmm. hours on pc oh my gosh and, and it's I'm, a game I'm... that i can beat now in less than an hour and a half pretty consistently huh? oh my god i've played the game a lot <laughs> oh my gosh my and first playthrough I... was like 80 hours though so you know a little i'm uneven. pretty sure sekiro is like i'm gonna step out on a limb and say i think sekiro is kind of widely known as one of the hardest souls like games one of the hardest games, games of all time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's super yeah. impressive to me. It's like basically speedrunning territory. Like I don't no, know. No, it what is speedrunning. Yeah. No, it is speedrunning. He said it was uh, speedrunning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so did I miss that? Okay, I must miss that. For the specific run that I would do, it'd be a glitchless yeah. Immortal Severance, uh, patch 1.6. For a while there, I was uh, top 40 worldwide for my playthrough. Oh my. God. Um, I got down to an hour and 12 minutes for my for my best. Oh my god! Did you submit that? Nah, nah. Top 40 com? is too, too loser. If I could get top 10, then I would, but I'd have to break under an hour to get top 10. <laughs> I'm blown away. That's insane. Yeah. It's just fun. That's it's fun awesome. It's, it's almost a technically perfect game. I know, like, all the em- enemy placements, there's barely any, like, RNG involved in the game. It's literally, like, how skilled are you? How good are you at abusing and manipulating the systems that you're given? Of course, I do glitchless, so I'm not, like, you know, teleporting or anything. This is literally just normal going through the game. Yeah, it's just, like, I love the technical ceiling. I love going up the wall, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's, it's just very satisfying <laughs> to get good at something. <laughs> yeah, especially something so widely known as, like, extremely difficult. Yeah. <laughs> that's, man. It's got to be super rewarding. That's got to be above get good. That's incredible. <laughs> that's, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had a ton of fun with it. And I, I still, I mean, even talking about it now, like, I could play it. Like, it's just fun. It's it's relaxing for me at this point. It's like a stress relief. Just, like, turn off my brain and beat the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's kind of how I felt with uh, Neo, The World Ends With You, that just came out. Mm-mm. I still haven't played those games, but they they look good. Yeah, they're, the first one is really, really well-written and well-crafted. And, yeah, the characters are really mm-hmm. well-developed. The second one's fine, but it's probably more fun gameplay-wise. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Are you saying Sekido is? No, no. I'm t- I, the world ends with you. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't mm-hmm. know much about the gameplay. I know the character designs and that it's very focused on the world and characters. That's yeah, most yep. of what I know. It looks mm-hmm. like Kingdom Hearts. I know that, too. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 yep. And uh, there's there's a lot of a lot of theories out there that it's part of the Kingdom Hearts world. So I don't know that I believe that, but maybe. <laughs> it's true. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. You know Nomura? Nomura? I don't need to. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah, he knows. 
I, I got the insider knowledge. Thanks, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So, okay, not to bring Naruto back into the conversation here, but you, you mentioned me? how you had some nostalgia for it, Evan. Shush. Oh, sorry, man. Please. So I was going to ask, like, what, um, what got you into anime? So I actually got into anime through my, uh, she was one of my cousins, and she was, she was super cool. I really liked her. I was like nine years old, and she introduced mm -hmm. me to Full Metal Alchemist and, like, the original and I remember, I remember to this day her ranting about how uh, Alphonse was getting a new voice actor for the 09 version that was going to come out soon and how she wasn't sure if she was going to like his new voice in Brotherhood because it wasn't out yet. Um, <laughs> and so that, and she introduced me to Azumanga Dao, which was one of her favorite slice of life anime at the time. In fact, I can still in my head hear her singing the opening to it because she would, she would sing it as she was like going around her room and stuff. And so she really got me into and interested in anime because I thought she was super cool and fun. I really liked how reserved uh -huh. and kind of like chill she was. She was also hardcore. She This was like early internet days. She had a giant uh. binder that was filled out of a custom personally made strategy guide of Kingdom Hearts 2. Every single oh, item in the sweet. game, the drop rates for every single item, she had all put it together. And also, what? now this is super shallow, but I was like eight years old. She was also very like skinny. And for me, my idea of anime was either the the nerdy boy, not the nerdy boys, but like the the guys who were yelling on my playground all the time. And I was I'm kind of <laughs> a little more introverted. Uh, it was either that or it was like fat people. <laughs> so the fact that she was like a somewhat conventionally attractive, like skinny girl in her twenties who was into anime made anime like the coolest thing ever to me. Like it basically gave younger me the permission to like anime and not feel yeah. like a loser and so uh -huh. i i really liked what she showed me there and then from there i watched like haruhi suzumiya and lucky star and then i watched tsunami and um uh i read yu yu Hakusho, the manga i didn't actually see the show till years later same thing with shaman king and then i watched naruto on tsunami and really liked it yeah that, that was kind of my whole entryway into it then wow that's really interesting because i feel like a lot of people at least my age, uh, started with, like, Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! And that was kind of their gateway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh! was in there, too. Uh, they're so, like, separate in my mind. I don't even know when that came in, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I, my earliest memories are watching, like, Sailor Moon and Inuyasha on TV, mm. even though I had no clue what was going on. Mm -hmm. I just thought it was cool. But then Yu-Gi-Oh! and Nar uh, Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon are just kind of, like... I don't know. They don't feel like anime. Yeah. When you're that young, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. But I think Naruto on Toonami is when I was really like, oh, this is anime, and I fucking love it. Watch that every second. Yeah, I remember that they would say hell on Toonami, and my mom was like, I oh. really don't like <laughs> you watching that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I remember, like, uh, the first time I was watching Bleach, because it was on Adult Swim, they were doing, like, reruns from, like, episode one to wherever it would end off that night, mm -hmm. and I was up super late when I shouldn't have been. And I just remember at one point, Ichigo, um, or who was it? Uh, it's the girl who's missing an arm in Soul Society. I can't remember her name offhand. But she, like, walks in and is like, Oh, you asshole! And I was like, Oh my god, and I, like, turned down the volume. Really fast. I I <laughs> yeah, I just remember doing that different times. When he would say, Dang it! <laughs> in Naruto. Yeah. Like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> oh, Kukaku, thank you, Raph, thank you. But yeah, it's just funny stuff like that. It's like you think you're gonna get in trouble over uh -huh. something so silly, but yeah. one or, Anime was just hardcore cartoons back in the day. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. That's how I got into it, though. <laughs> okay. That's a, yeah, that's a really unique story. I like that. Yeah. I... But yeah, 
What have you been recently watching, playing, reading? What have I been? <laughs> what have you been doing lately? I've been hanging out. I've uh, been closer to uh, family and stuff and been personal relationships and stuff. Uh, but in that time period, uh, I rewatched Silent Voice for the third time. It was great. I watched oh, yeah. Django Unchained for the first time. That movie is a masterpiece. Oh. That movie is so good. I love Tarantino. That movie is amazing. I was like, like that was like the first time in a long time I've watched like a, like an American movie, just like not mm. anime, and it's ended, and I've just like immediately been like, that's a masterpiece. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I watched Theory of Everything. That's pretty good. Uh, I've been rewatching some Kedado Kunso, Sergeant Frog. That's pretty good. Um, and then other than that, the only thing I'm really watching this season right now, I want to watch more, but I'm just watching Kobayashi's Dragon Maid pretty much. That's all I'm keeping up with. Good. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> uh, there's only like one that's... one anime in there. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe will help. Does anybody even watch seasonal anime? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I also just read through Chainsaw Man. That was a couple weeks ago now, oh, so I wasn't even thinking yeah. of it. But yeah, Chainsaw Man was awesome. That was more than a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that was like over a month ago now. It was great. Oh. Yeah, Chainsaw Man is super cool. I just loved about it that like I every single time a new chapter would come out, I would have to like go back because the transition from one chapter to another sometimes felt so like out of left field. Yep. I was like, how did that get to that? What happened again? Oh wait, this still doesn't make any sense. What is even <laughs> happening? <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, yeah, I have kind of wondered because a lot of people I know are kind of like you and uh, watched it as it was coming out or read it as it was coming out, and uh, mm-hmm. I just literally sat down and like read the whole thing in like one six seven hour session. It was all like information <laughs> overload. Like when it stopped, I was like, "Yeah, my brain hurt. I want to go to bed." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm super excited to see what they do with it um, in animation, though, because there's a lot of like really cool stuff they could do, especially with the style. But we'll have to see. Oh yeah, you know, not everything translates well. Yeah, it looks yeah. great right now. I'm just hoping that it looks as good as the trailer. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I got one more big question here if you don't mind us you know getting a little look into your world here yeah, okay. but when it comes to the future of your content the future of your channel do you have any big plans coming up or anything you're working on that you can tell us about or yeah i can't say there's like a huge project in the works i am there is a lot of um big projects i have that are not anime related that i want to put out on my side channel i've been mm-hmm. recently starting to post on there with some more kind of bs videos but like i want to so Sekido analysis sucks ass. There's not a single good Sekido analysis on YouTube. It sucks. They're all bad. They all say shitty stuff like, It's like a rhythm game. Shut up. Die. Die. <laughs> die. All over. Die. I've um, heard that so much. <laughs> I've got like a spreadsheet somewhere that I was working on a long time ago where I have meticulously gone through and found every single like objective flaw, every single like subjective flaw, like a flaw that I think that isn't necessarily like you know, objective or whatever, but that I personally think would recommend it, and random things, and also addressing all of the, like, main criticisms that were levied against Sekido, because I think it's a near-perfect game. I'd love to put that video out. It'll probably be, like, 40, 50 minutes, um, but it'll go on my side channel. <laughs> There's no way it'll succeed oh, on the sweet. main channel. And then a long time ago, I had a Persona 5 video I was working on. I don't know if it'll ever come out. Um, there was a data problem with my computer. Uh, it was, like, 2019. And I had like 6,000 words uh, that I'd been working on for like three weeks and it all got deleted. And I got like so depressed over it that I've just never oh, been able to man. revisit it. Yeah, I d- don't blame you. So, I mean, there's some big projects that like I have in mind, I have in the early stages, but I'd say there's nothing like 
super big coming out. I just put out my point of Chainsaw Man video, which unfortunately I got hit with a copyright strike immediately after, so the video got majorly suppressed, Damn. despite the fact that engagement-wise, it is literally unheard of in the history of my whole channel how good it's doing. Yeah, that's been a big issue recently. My views have been down for a while because I've just been hit with copyright strike after copyright strike. As soon as one gets taken off, another one gets put on, so it's been hard to get my channel back in the groove. Yeah, it's, it sucks how those kind of things like just automatically get suppressed. Yeah, especially because you're like Videos demotivated to post when you die. have a copyright strike because you know it'll perform worse. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. I just got it's a bummer. video fucking age restricted out of nowhere for the first time in like ever, and I was like, oh, that's awful. Because <laughs> then it's just dead. It was doing so well, just mm -hmm. dead womp womp but what can you do yeah youtube's irritating sometimes <laughs> always <laughs> but uh <laughs> that's my plan though sorry if it wasn't exactly super super meaty i don't have anything like for the main channel that's super big that's planned right now just kind of coming as i go you know yeah no and that's that's perfectly fine like not everyone has everything planned out but just had to take a look if mm -hmm. anything uh was coming on the horizon here but still having a bunch oh. of cool things like in the work just from over time oh i actually do always interested to hear about oh oh i forgot so i've been waiting to have a video that blows up as soon as i have a video that blows up the next video that i'll put mm. after that is going to be this video because i don't expect it to do well when i was in high school my ap english 4 teacher had everyone write a letter to themselves in five years and she kept the letters oh. and mailed it oh, to okay. us and it's been five years and i haven't opened the letter yet but I wrote an entire script of my thoughts leading up to it. I'm going to record myself on camera, opening and reading it for the first time, and then I'm going to record my, or and then I'm going to type the last last half of the script, writing my thoughts after the fact. Uh, and it's just a general retrospective over my channel and how my life has gone and grown and went over the last few years. Uh, and I'm planning on calling it um, from you five years ago, which is like Attack on Titan reference, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's uh, it's gonna be like a big like video that you know goes through like the history of my whole channel and everything that's happened, the personal things in my life that have stunted and helped me grow and all of that. And I'm I'm really excited and really want to make that video. And that's another reason that these copyright strikes have been so frustrating because it's literally been sitting on my desk since I moved here two months ago, but I haven't been able to uh -huh. have a big video because all these copyright strikes. So that's a big video. Uh, oh, in man. in a personal re regard, very big video. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Who knows when it'll come out? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll be I'll be looking forward to yeah. that. That seems like a like a really cool idea more than anything. Mm -hmm. And uh, see all that personal growth and whatnot, especially from five years ago. Because kind of earlier, how you were saying in like the early days of your channel, you were doing a lot more personal things. Mm -hmm. I was gonna ask if you ever like kind of look back on where you were at those times versus where you are now. Mm -hmm. But I think this idea you're gonna be putting out soon will kind of bring all that to the surface anyways yeah that's the idea um because i haven't made a purely personal video in a while because of you know optics and stuff and yeah the yeah. more eyes that are on you the scarier it is to open up like i used <laughs> to you know mm -hmm. yeah well evan do you have any more banger questions here are you ready for the worst game you've ever played oh i got i'll, I'll do one more i have a, a few right. more but i think one's more interesting than some of the others other ones were kind of covered so uh recently in the past I don't know, was it was a week and a half or so. You were at Otakon, is that right? Yeah. How was that? Talk about your experience there, meeting everyone, talking to people, hanging out. It was great. Uh, I'd already met a lot of the people, uh, but there was a lot mm -hmm. of new people that I hadn't met, mainly from the the love community. <laughs> Had, mm -hmm. I hadn't met, you know, Dami and Love and Soul and um, I guess uh, Tyler Doe, I hadn't met him. I met Dono there as well. 
Um, there's so many like smaller people and also people from like the Twitch community. So like Jowzy, you know, I met him as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just meeting all those mm. people. Super freaking cool. Super awesome. Diet Weeb. Met him. We were at the bar together and uh, I-, I got a drink and we talked about drinks over at the bar. Well, you know, there was a whole other group of people like dancing in the bar in like the uh, in, in the area in the dance area. Um, and it's just mm-hmm. a lot of uh, interesting. Also, my mod for over a year and a half, Lizard Emoji, she was there. So I got to spend a few days with her, and that was really cool, like meeting her in person. Um, Hatchling, mm-hmm. another huge uh, viewer of my chat who's been there for a long time. He's a great guy. He's super supportive and awesome. Really a blessing to have him in my community. Got to meet him as well. <laughs> uh, there's just a lot of people, and people that I never heard of or knew about at all. You know, I got to see them. Uh, which was really cool, and know who they were and meet them. And then I also got to meet fans at the fan meetup thing. Evan and I did it both at the same time. Uh, he kind of kept all of his people around, and I think he took a picture or whatever. I, I just kind of took some personal pictures with them, with individual people, but that was mm-hmm. great. Dealer's Hall was awesome. I spent a fuckload of money for, like, the first time ever on, like, a bunch of, like, imported Japanese persona shit. Oh, sweet. But then, uh, you know, it was, it was fun partying, uh... It was fun just seeing the monuments, uh, World War II Memorial, Lincoln Memorial, all that. That was really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was a great time in Otakon. Otakon was awesome. I'm glad that I was able to go. I do think that DC has this like weirdly depressing atmosphere to it. <laughs> yeah. So honestly, I'm really banking on AX being open next year because AX, in my experience, was a way more like magical experience. DC felt kind of mm-hmm. depressing. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Oh, did you go to any uh, any panels or anything like that? Nope. (laughs) Oh man, not a single one. Well, a lot of them I was not interested in the titles. There were like no industry panels at at, it this year because of COVID stuff, and yeah, so it was like no industry stuff. And in my view, like unless it's a really novel and cool, like engaging idea, um, most of the time, whatever topic you're gonna hear in a panel. You could probably find in a video essay, except for it's scripted and well thought out and like yeah. eight minutes long instead of 45. And if at any point you go, this person's full of shit, you can just like leave, <laughs> click off the video. <laughs> like, I feel like you're kind of stuck. He's listening to somebody well, talk off the cuff for an hour. Well, <laughs> not well, Evan, you know the guy I'm thinking. Yeah, absolutely. That not stick around. So we, yeah, we went to a convention, a local one, um, so it wasn't super big. And mm-hmm. there's a panel on... Uh, anime boobs basically i don't remember what they <laughs> talked about mm-hmm. like what the title was but one of our friends was like oh we it was best boobs in anime the... That's what okay was. he was like oh we gotta go to that and so we go to it and then they talk about it, it's a very like feminist it was panel a switch it was a bait and they said it they're like we baited and switched you guys basically and uh so it's a very <laughs> feminist panel of like boobs in anime don't work the way they're supposed to and it was like 45 minutes that and it immediately when they said it was a bait and switch, some guy w- stood up and walked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the guy who dragged us in there, like, ten minutes, and he's like, we need to go. Can we go? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you wanted to see this. Yeah, the- <laughs> sit down. <laughs> you drug us in here. You're going to sit through this. And, like, one of the girls was just watching on Cheetos the whole time. In the microphone. The yep. Like, <laughs> like, like walking away snacking. Bad. In yeah, the microphone. The other one was really drunk. <laughs> it's... Uh, they had a third person who wasn't even there. It was it was something. We decided yeah, it was to an experience. we decided to start clapping as much as possible, <laughs> like very frequently. 
they'd just say something, we'd just start clapping, and then they'd be like, all right, enough applause. <laughs> oh, and I also remember that they, uh, our, one of our friends kept, like, raising his hand to ask a question, and eventually they oh. just looked over and they're like, we're not taking any questions. Because <laughs> like, he just kept doing it. And then, and then he we're said, like, oh, but, but you're you at a panel. Question, the whole idea but... is audience engagement. They're like, I know. They're like, we, you took his question, and they're like, yeah, but we don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> he got, oh, he got yeah. dabbed on, basically. R.I.P. But yeah, so I, I totally respect your no panel <laughs> decision after yeah. that one. The that J was... Music Group had a really cool pre-panel to their show, and their their concert the next day was amazing. If that counts mm-hmm. as a panel, but they had like a pre-show uh, panel uh, as well that we Sweet. went into for a few minutes. Well, the, uh, some other people I was with. I was like with uh, Shabes, Corey Wyden, um, Jack is Boy, and Core. Mm-hmm. Um, I was with all them. It was cool, but we were all really tired, and we were like, I want to leave. You know, it was like 6 p.m. basically. Um, so we only stayed for a few minutes. Um, yeah. But that that was probably awesome. But, yeah, that's like the closest thing I came to being at a panel. Epic. Yeah. That sounds like a fun time. Absolutely. All right. So... On the American Sushi Podcast, we always play some sort of game. Yeah. Sometimes they're really cool, not often. <laughs> Sometimes they're really short and stupid, and other times they're the worst. And unfortunately for you, hiding today is going to be the worst. Yeah, this is... <laughs> right. I think I genuinely have made the worst game of all time. Probably going to make DC look <laughs> cheerful. It's how we're going to be <laughs> yeah. during this game. The worst game. Yeah, so I'm just going to apologize ahead of time. Uh, do you have the, the stream open by chance? Yeah, I have the stream so open. So that you can see a visual? Okay. Because there is going to be a visual involved with this. Listen, on paper, I think this sounds like a good idea, but I think an execution is what's going to make it awful. Well, you're the so one. You're the sole person in charge of execution. You yes. realize So that? basically, you two are going to be playing against each other. So, you know, there's going to be three different rounds. Okay. And whoever uh-huh. wins is really cool, and whoever loses is a loser. That's that's what okay. we're doing. Great. So there's a lot on the line here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But basically, since you are, you know, hiding in public, mm-hmm. I figured what we're going to do is uh, see if we can find you hiding in public. So I looked up some Where's Waldo. This and sucks. I photoshopped How, you in there. I found me. I found me at the yeah, table with him. the thing. I absolutely see him. He's at the cash Oh, oh hiding, hiding one. He won. He got, he got round one. He said it first. Oh, got it. And he, he said exactly what it was. <laughs> and it was started. I hate my life. Yeah, look. See, look. I even had the answer. He's at the table with the cash register. He's. Yeah. Wow, that actually. Oh, thanks, see, man. I was the. <laughs> See, in my mind, I was like, well, what happens if it takes them forever to find it? They're just going to be sitting here like, where the fuck is <laughs> You thought that would take us forever? <laughs> uh, well, that's round one, sir. Oh, great. Uh, a little yeah. I hope uh, so. I, I honestly have no clue. <laughs> 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 well, guess what, Evan? You look like you're a loser, sir. What? Already. Because <laughs> this man hides in public for a living. Ghost. What are you going to do? Huh? I, I'd hope Probably. I'd be able to recognize my own like you're... profile picture better, to be honest. <laughs> Oh, I see him. He's the girl in the bottom left by the three people. <laughs> you're right. You're right. In the red bikini, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was so ready. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's down to the wire. <laughs> Look at him. How many rounds are there? <laughs> There's only three. Oh, this would take longer. You thought it would take longer? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, because I, did, I didn't know. Like, maybe, maybe see, in my head, I'm like, okay, well, he's not like that. <laughs> what? what you should have done is just not put him in one of them. Well, yeah, but that'd be I'd be an asshole <laughs> and if I did that. <laughs> that uh, but okay, 
All right, the last one's on the screen. I don't see it quite yet. Oh. Okay. Oh, I found me. Oh, okay. I'm the guy holding the the. It's not a sword. It's like a balancing beam with the giant red shoes on the. Oh, Evan, you where? <laughs> he's uh here. I'll show you. I'll show I don't you. He's, see uh, right him, here. Actually, hey, look at him. Look at him. He's he's balancing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hiding's the winner. He, good he's job, man. really good at not finding who's hiding in public. Cause he, yeah, Evan, you're a big smelly loser. How do you feel? <laughs> Pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I need genuine uh, critique here. Was this the worst game you've ever played? No, it was fun. Yeah, it was quick and efficient. Okay, was <laughs> I was a little scared was... because I played a I played the game Briggs and Rustage like a long time ago, and like my ping to Briggs was worse than his ping to Rustage. So whenever I would call out and say that I saw something, like for uh -huh. me it was before Rustage said anything. But for Briggs, Rusty said it before, so it created this bad thing where it's like I could never be early enough. <laughs> oh, uh -huh. I know what you're. So, was it a because you guys did like a spinoff of uh, Buster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did the eyes or lies thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that was just kind of unfortunate because of the way that our internets were working that day. Mm -hmm. It was kind of very unfortunate. Uh, so in theory, that could have happened. Yeah, I think that happened for me. <laughs> no, I think you just suck eggs. Yeah, you got it before you me once. So. Oh, I, that yeah. was me guessing. Oh. <laughs> I just thought you'd be down there. Oh. Okay, well, Evan, since you've sat through every single awful game we've played, was that the worst no, one? No, not at all. That's not, really? first of all, that was oh. so quick. So that can't be worse than fan fiction or fake. Second of all, coin flip <laughs> game is a thing, and you just flip a coin, and that sucked. Do you guys want to play the coin flip game since that was so fun? What's the coin flip game? Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna flip a coin, and one of you're gonna call it. Yeah, oh. you can call it hiding. <laughs> that's actually it's like no anime theme to it at all. It's just literally, <laughs> no, it's literally flipping coin. All right. I mean, so you you want to call it? I have it ready. Heads, I won't heads. lie. I promise. All right. Flipped it on the hand. It's yeah, I knew how sad he was when I won. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, in your own ways today, you're both winners and losers. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, man. What? <laughs> Uh, well, that, uh, <laughs> hiding, thanks for suffering with us. Today. No, I thought it was Honestly, good. I feel like we had a lot of really cool conversations. Yeah. So it was really cool getting brought into your world and how you view things, especially when it comes to content and different philosophies and all that. I know Evan had a great time talking about Persona. Absolutely. He's been waiting for that for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I've been bugging Spooky to play Persona yeah. for years now, and he hates yeah. single-player games, so he won't do it. Mm. Uh, no, it's just I don't play video games anymore. That's basically it. I you play Apex. Yeah, but that that's my relaxed time. <laughs> basically. Yeah. But, but yeah. yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me at Hiding in Public on YouTube or Hiding underscore the letter N underscore public on Twitter or uh, Hiding Kun on uh, Twitch. K-U-N. You know, the anime, anime garbage. That's, that's what... Not, not the other thing. Did you just call, call him make garbage? Uh, well, not my the name. Other thing. I, I don't know. The <laughs> is kind of cringe. I feel like. Not the other uh, thing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. um, but I, I'm playing Persona 4 Golden right now, and uh, after I win uh, and beat it again, I'm gonna yes. be playing SMT4 for the first time. I've set it up so that it's gonna be in 1080p, so really nice. And also, I'm going to be playing with my uh, PS4 controller. So it's going to be like optimal Ooh, okay. experience on stream for SMT4. Because SMT4 is a 3DS game initially. Yep. 
so yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, other than that, yeah. Oh, um, side channel, hiding in private. Uh, but I think you still have to search Hiding Couldn't Live because I just changed the title a few days ago and it hasn't quite carried over. I posted a video about this Christian orthodoxy, uh, these people warring over if Fumos are Catholic or Orthodox Christian, and then a bunch of Orthodox Christians actually finding it and saying that they were being blasphemous and getting into arguments on Twitter, and it's really funny. And so oh, that's I, awesome! I, I uploaded that <laughs> earlier today. It was just kind of a shitposty video, but uh, it was it was pretty interesting, I thought. So no, that's, that's that too. <laughs> Fuck yeah! All right, so and, you uh, go ahead, Spook. Evan. Oh, cool. I was gonna say where they can, where can they find oh, us? Oh, thanks, man. They can find us <laughs> on YouTube at American Sushi Podcast at Twitch.tv/slash American underscore Sushi uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and other assorted podcasting websites. American Sushi Podcast. And Twitter, at Sushi Podcast. Follow us on there. We tweet sometimes. We're also available on smart refrigerators. Mm. Just like Skyrim. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Did you see that guy? That's getting re-released again? No way. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> That's like the 12th time. It's literally the 12th time or the 13th time. Oh, seriously? Yeah. I was actually right with that it's number. It's the most yeah. a re-released game ever. It just beat see, Resident Evil 4. I'm still Wow. Here. But hiding once again, thank you for yeah, coming. Yeah, thank on. you so much. That was awesome. Yeah, thank you guys. I it's pretty enjoyable. <laughs> it's a pretty enjoyable time. Man, hey, you, that's the that's, best weekend. <laughs> that's the best weekend. You hit us twice with the nicest thing we've ever heard. <laughs> oh, oh man. Well, someday in the future, if you'd like to come back, I'm sure we'll bully you again. Yeah, sure, sure. But until then, we like to leave these with a really stupid question. Uh, I don't know whose turn it is, Evan. It's yours. Is it mine? Okay. Well, my question is, out of the ten toes, which one is your favorite? <laughs> Leave your answer in the yeah, comments. The, these feet questions are starting to sound a little more sus. Not the yeah, what is time. wrong with you? Um, <laughs> Listen, I'm just going with the Big toe, because without, you know, they're the ugliest. Uh, without your big toe, you actually can't properly balance. You have to relearn how to walk. So, they're, they're very efficient and practically useful. There's a science. There's a science. Is your guys' uh, second toe bigger than your big toe? Um, yeah, it's slightly longer, so. but it's not like. Yeah, okay, that's what I mean. Yeah, longer is what I mean. Uh, my, actually, it's not. Mine's longer. I thought it was. My middle toe. I got long, thin toes, just like my hands. Long, thin fingers. I think that's a sign of intelligence. <laughs> Are you pulling that out of your butt? Is that a real thing? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Yeah, bye gamers. <laughs>